Hi, I'm Steve Thomas. This is Cacophony at the Women's Football World Cup, a glorious celebration of female musicians and their music from around the world. In this episode, it's music from Norway, land of the fjords, where it seems the composers are even more deeply interested in nature than normal, down to the tiniest creatures. All will become clear as we speak with Maya Solveig Kjellstrup Rutger. But as usual, first I asked her about becoming a composer and what music means to her. That's a really big question. <laughs> yeah, so. Music means a lot. It means about everything and I see everything in music. And I discovered contemporary music when I was quite old, 1920. And I hadn't been in touch with contemporary music at all before then. I had grown up playing violin and I sang in choirs and in musicals and things like that. Uh, but it wasn't serious. But when I heard contemporary music, I wanted to be a part of that. It really spoke to me. It made me feel at home. And also, it gave me ideas that I wanted to be a part of. So really, I had a strong urge to communicate with this language that I heard. It made you feel at home. That's a lovely turn of phrase. Yes, it did. It feel, made me feel in balance or at ease. Or <laughs> I didn't have words for it then, but it just... Yeah, it was uh, like I had been searching for something the whole life without knowing what it was or knowing how to find it. And then I found contemporary music. And so this is, I ju it just felt like this was it, like almost like a, re a religious call that this is what I want to spend my life doing. And that's a wonderful discovery, actually, when you find that thing mm. in your life. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And since then, yeah, it's going so fast. It's a long time ago now. And I've been uh, quite active. I made a lot of... Lots of pieces, acoustic music and electronic music and improvised music as well. And it's so much fun. It gives me so much. I can't say that I'm inventing the wheel all the time or finding something new, but uh, I have a lot of uh, joy working with it. And also with all my collaborations, also with artists in other fields. It's really valuable to me. Before you discovered contemporary music, had you been composing a little bit before already, but in a, a more traditional style? Yes. Actually also a more contemporary style, but without knowing it or without knowing that it was composing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I could make, for example, some old um, etudes on the piano, which were just like soundscapes or uh, resembling uh, nature phenomena like avalanche or yeah, things like that. If people are new to very contemporary music, that can be quite an unfamiliar style. Do you think there's any particular advice for how to listen? I think that people just need to turn up and listen. But Yeah, I know what to say. <laughs> if you have ears, it's quite yeah. simple. You could just <laughs> use them, put your body in a position where music can be heard. <laughs> yeah, cool. But uh, it's not always that you are open for new expressions. But I would encourage people to, to try to open up to other expressions apart from what they already know and yeah. control it's enriching your life and it can be life changing and it can it doesn't actually mean that you have to like it either it just means that you open up and discover that the world is a bit larger than what you first thought it was and that is quite exciting i think maybe it can give you some other ideas about things also let's talk about the music already let's start with pauline hall shall we the piece is called Foie, and it's by Pauline Hall. Yes. Did you know of her? 
No, I'd never heard of her. No, she's one of the great figures of new music in Norway. She was the founder of the organization New Music, the mm -hmm. new music organization, which is a concert institute making concerts with new music. And she managed to invite all the important people from Europe up to Norway to have their music performed. But she was also oh, a composer. She's very well known for being this organizer. But she also made some amazing pieces. And this is one of one of the parts for from what is considered her really grand piece that she made. And, and it's the last movement from that, which is quite like a fanfaric music. It also relates to a, a poem by Verlaine. It's, it's a concert film conducted by Vasily Petrenko with the Oslo Philharmonic Orchestra. And it's, it's really fantastic. And she was also conducting herself, so she must know the orchestra really well. Mm. She died in the 60s, even before I was born. It's really great to know that there was an era already then in the start of the 1900s with this, uh, such a strong female character in it. This piece is from 1929, right? It's got a very kind of kaleidoscopic air. There's lots of different little snippets of music happening at the same time. So it already feels like it's preempting some of the things that we're going to hear in the later pieces, in the very contemporary music. Yes. And she was also very obsessed with the Stravinsky. I think you can hear that in this piece also, this way, how it breaks down the motifs. And... Yeah. Yes. Mm, and yeah. makes it the palette for the orchestra. And then we have a piece for two guitars by Lena Grenager. Lena Grenager, yes. It's called Movements for Two Guitars. <laughs> and this is the first movement. <laughs> it's uh, played by a Norwegian guitar duo called Frevo Guitar Duo. And uh, it's a quite old piece by Lena. I think it's recorded in uh, 2010. But it's, uh, it's very typical for Lena. She's mm -hmm. a contemporary of mine. Uh, and we have played together for almost 30 years in a group called Spunk, mm -hmm. which is consisting of four female composers. So we met in the Oslo environment in the mid-90s and we started to play together. So this is how I know Lena. But she's also a really great uh, composer besides playing fantastic cello. And she has made a lot of pieces that are like really colorful and playful. And I think this piece is a good example of that. So I was really looking for a piece by Lena and when I was asked to do this. <laughs> but this is the only, only one that I found that fit the categories. Ah, it's yeah, really playful and fun. It's fun to, uh, to watch it also. It's a nice duo, guitar duo. They have commissioned a lot of pieces by Norwegian composers. Playful and fun, I think, are exactly the words that I would have used to describe it. In both the pieces so far, it was... There's a real sense of energy and vitality. Yes. I think this is uh, something that I look for in music myself. Mm -hmm. 
Natasha Barrett was born in Norwich in the UK, yeah. which is not far away from where I was born. And now she's based in Norway. And the piece that we have by her is called Planktonic Float. Yeah, Natasha Barrett also came to Norway when I was uh, a student. So that's how I met her then. So she lives now and she is speaking Norwegian. So I think she is considering herself more Norwegian than uh, yeah. English. And, but she's an international composer in the field of electroacoustic music, which is the more like the refined version of electronic music compared to what I'm doing when I'm playing noise and all sorts of silly stuff. But <laughs> Natasha Barrett also has this approach to electronic music, which is quite organic. Uh, she's using also sounds from nature as raw material and she treats it in a, in a very organic and sometimes quite it, uh, impulsive uh, way. So it sounds very played and very musical. I found one of these pieces which is quite nice. I think you can also see on the record cover which is pictured there in the video. There's some visuals connected to it. It looks like how I feel the music that it's uh, it's almost like a living creature but you're not really sure if it's <laughs> if it's made by a computer or by a human or what it is. <laughs> it works with this ambiguity between what you think is real or, or what, what is real and what is created and what is imagined. feels very underwater to me in the still and calm underwater way yeah i haven't spoken with her about this piece at all but, but also the title planktonic float is definitely related to underwater phenomena yes maybe i'm just picking it up from the title but it, fe it feels like that and and radio larry which is the next piece is also a type of plankton oh is it oh yeah. no you're kidding <laughs> yeah Oh, this is uh, this is this is really strange because right now I'm I'm making a piece for an installation and I'm mapping plankton movements <laughs> for the musicians to play. So the whole piece is uh, consisting of uh, of a score, which is just composed material out of a plankton ma mapping and also whale mapping. So you have the tiny creatures and the big creatures next uh -oh. to each other in the, in the piece. So I'm working with plankton every day now in a score. And then like I subconsciously pick two pieces with <laughs> yeah. plankton in it. This is, uh, it just says something about the complexity of the human brain, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I should ask you very seriously what, what the Norwegian composer's relationship with plankton is. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> but in the music video, it's just a cello and it's a stop motion uh, a film with paper. Oh yes, that oh, that's right. On the cello nice it's made by the composer she's yes. a very creative person a really hard-working and creative woman she's a bass clarinetist also she started as a professional musician and then she has moved towards composition more and more she has made big pieces also uh, played in central europe and she has won prizes and such so she's uh, really up and coming and this is an older piece it's really pretty pretty little thing it's lovely yeah. it's the video integral to the piece I don't think so. I, to me, it could be a video of anything, but it's a, it's a curious video. It's really nice in and of itself, yeah. <laughs> 
I found it quite a haunting piece. It really takes you to a, a different place that you hadn't imagined before. Mm, and it's a really yeah, delicate and small piece compared to what she's writing now, which is big orchestra pieces. We turn to your piece, which is Joy. Yeah. It's from a record I made in the beginning of 2000. And I wanted to make an album. It's not considered an electronic composition, but I wanted to make a piece for the album format, which was made entirely out of my voice. So I've been recording my voice with different mediums. So working with the duo co-producing the album, the noise duo called Just Comer. And we spent two years making this album. And in the end, I put it all together and then I added also more voice on things, realizing that some of the voice was lost in all the electronic treatment also. And this, this track, for example, is completely just acoustic voice. So it's no electronic treatment, but it's voice in several layers. And it's called uh, Joy. It's just my voice, so I was just singing. It's the one one voice which is more drawn into the background, where I'm singing a quote by the Norwegian playwright Henrik Ibsen. The joy of living is from one of his plays. <laughs> and it was something that I originally used for theatre music for that piece. But then I reused it again and I recorded it and I recorded all the tracks on top of it. So what you can hear in that track which is more drawn behind with um, a lot of reverb on it and really high-pitched also quarter tones which is out of tune tones is that it's relating also to Norwegian folk music so that makes a line through the whole thing and then I collided it with very different things that just like impulses and then I worked on with that in in other directions with other layers that I put on it but um, this was um a record that it meant a lot to me because uh, I also got uh, quite a lot of attention as a performer by doing this record. Mm. Not only a composer, but then I was invited to play concerts uh, a lot of places, and which I still do. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but um, when I released this record, I had already been playing with a group, Spunk, which consists of Lena Grenager, Hilde Sofie Tafjord, and Kristin Andersen and me. It's a four female composers for five years. So we had established a, a ground platform for making this kind of Im improvised contemporary music that also was leading me to, to discover my own voice and to make pieces like this.
I've listened to this piece quite a few times now over the course of the Women's World Cup. That opening never fails to startle and to make me smile. Thanks so much to Maya Rudger for joining us for this celebration of women composers. Let's have a listen to the pieces in full. There's a link to a YouTube playlist in the podcast show notes. Visit cacophonyonline.com or check your podcast player for other episodes where we talk with the artists curating their country's entries in the Women's World Cup. And of course, play along if there's still time. Pieces of music from the countries in the World Cup football are paired up. You listen and vote for your favourites. If you're subscribed, you won't miss a thing. If you like and are able to support Cacophony and women composers, there's a link to coffee.com where you can make a one-off or regular donation. We'd be very grateful. Do you know anyone who'd enjoy this music and cacophony? Please share the podcast with them. Come back for more, and thanks for listening.